0: blood talk radio
1: Once again, good evening, listeners. You're live with Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions in the Lion's Den. It's my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the Lion's Den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's biblical situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The Lion's Den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, but primarily strength to the weary and victorious in life from the sourcehood of our connection with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So you know what I need you to do. Go ahead and roar. Come on, let out there roar. There you go. Feel that lion. Roar for your victory. Roar for your power. Roar for your prosperity. Roar for your deliverance. Come on, roar for your power. There you go. Come on, you hungry lions out there. Roar for your strength. Alright, lions. All right. yeah. Come on. That's it. All right, I hear y'all getting them roars in because, you know, we got a very powerful night tonight. Listen, many of today's leaders are on the fence or in a cloud of uncertainty about what they believe. See, in certain genres, were in certain eras, epochs, and generations, a leader comes along that stands on their principles and inspires us to be better. See, the lead, that leader tonight is my special guest. She's a native of Biff County, the daughter of J-Boys, and Mary Lucas, excuse me if I mispronounced that. She received her education in Bibb County Public Schools and Mercer University. A realtor by trade, has served her community since 2006 as Macon City Council Member and President, Georgia Senate, and currently State Representative for District 142. She enjoys music, art, Movies and politics, you know, the finer things. Listen, she was once quoted saying, it is my strong commitment to make things better for the men and women and children of the district in which she serves. Quality of life, jobs, and access to a good education are some of her top priorities. She strives to encourage all to join her in this endeavor to make a lasting, positive difference in the lives of people we are called to serve. Now, see, those are the words of a true civil servant. Listen, tonight I have with me the illustrious Representative Miriam Paris, good to have you here with us tonight. Thank
2: you, Pastor. It is so good to be with you in the Lion's Den. I just love it. I love the roar. Uh,
0: oh,
1: they just want to clap it up for you. <laughs> yeah. Love, that. Well,
0: love we, that. all
1: right. Well, we're just excited about you being here tonight, Amen. And uh, listen, I we just gonna. I don't want to jump into. The other side, yeah. But I want to know what are some of your core values that make you the incredible individual that you are.
2: Well, you know, I have a very deep sense of loyalty to my family, mm-hmm. to my friends. Um, that that's one thing that really matters to me is loyalty.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, uh-huh. Of course, um, my my faith in God is is, is paramount. Uh, Without him, I I would not be where I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today. And I'm ever grateful for his mercy and his grace Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, But, you know, um, my mom, who I lost my mom last year, but Mm -hmm. my mom was such a great woman. Um, You know, she didn't talk a lot, but when she did speak, you know, it was like you really needed to listen. And she just always gave me such pearls of wisdom and I'll, I'll always, of course, I, I carry her throughout the earth now. Mm-hmm. It's my honor. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to remember so many of the words of wisdom that she left with me uh, really mm. stabilizes me today. It it just helps me to continue to stand and know that, you know, even though you're, you might be having a bad day or you might be having a sad day you just know that mm-hmm. it doesn't last forever, and that um, if you just hold to God's hand, you'll—he'll you'll, you'll bring you through. It's—it's not—that's good. God doesn't—he doesn't glory in seeing us suffer, um, but right. we do have tests that come along to make us stronger. And you know, I—I—I I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think loyalty um, and my commitment um, to whatever I'm working on. Um, is wow. another one of my strong. Uh, I'm deeply committed to whatever I'm, my my endeavors are right now. Mm-hmm. My children are grown, um, mm-hmm. but you know they say they go from your, from your lap to your heart. So, <laughs>
1: okay, I like that. I like that. That's good. From yeah, your lap so, to your heart. That's
2: right. Uh, like. Right, and so I yeah, of course I have eight, and. Um, they range from forty to twenty eight. So, mm-hmm. you know, have a lot going on with them. I have grandchildren, and okay. you know, life is life is okay. I'm 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 okay.
1: Wonderful. You know what? And then you said loyalty. Do you know today is uh, the uh, the observance of loyal loyalty day in the United States? Every May first is loyalty day, and uh, it was just amazing you know, that you wrote loyalty. I said, wow. I said today is the I we see. observe I loyalty. Uh huh. And, and we're blessed to have that. loyal. Yeah, you just you just hit it right on the button. See that that's just how connected you are to the grain and the uh, grain of society. You know, you know, you know what's going on without even consciously knowing what's going on. It's just buried inside you. You know. <laughs> well,
2: I've had a kind of a, a, a quite busy day today. I had some uh, uh-huh. real estate stuff that I had to look into, and then I had a call from a constituent that. I was having some complaints about a few things that were going on, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: some within the district, one without, on the outside of our district, but I still tried to go and see what he was talking about, and I, I did notice the things uh, that he was complaining about, so I'll be talking to City Hall about it. Um, mm-hmm. But So I haven't really had a chance to just you know, tune into
0: Night.
2: what the news was, what the current <laughs> things that were going on. But, but yeah, loyalty day. This, that's great. I'm glad to hear
1: that. <laughs> well, you know, you tapped in. Well, being a mother and a grandmother and a and a, a civil servant, political leader. How do you balance everything?
2: Because well, yeah, I know things overlap
1: um, sometimes. You know.
2: Yes, they do. Um, you got to be a great
1: juggler, as, I'm sure.
2: Well, being a mother really sets the pace for so many. Uh, positions and jobs that that we have to do today, uh, and okay. likewise as I have to do today. Um, while I was raising my children, it was it, it was quite a challenge because I had three girls first, and then I had three boys, and it was like wow. Um, however, it it wasn't as difficult as what it may seem. Um, my okay. girls they kind of kicked in and helped with the baby boys, you know. And mm-hmm. then uh, after that, I had a girl and then a boy. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what tied it up, you know, it was four and four.
0: Okay. But yeah. Balancing,
2: <laughs> yeah. Balancing the the various uh, aspects of my life, you know, I just have to compartmentalize everything. Um, uh, I like and that. the morning when I get up, you know, that's devotion time, I, I have to give God some praise for waking me up, not getting any bad phone calls throughout the night, for his grace, mm-hmm. mercy and such. And then it is I need to focus on my life and say, you know, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? I'm looking at what mm-hmm. I'm eating now more, um especially since we're out of session. Um okay. And then from there, you know, it's you know what 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 things are going on in my life that really need attending to. Um, whether mm-hmm. it's some of my real estate clients or whether it's, you know, constituents or whether it's my,
1: my family. I, I so like compart- that. I like how you said compartmentalize. That, that uh, hey, for the listeners, I want you to put a pinpoint there, those who talk about time management, understand compartmentalize. you got to research that now. Okay, y'all got that Thanks. word. That's one word for you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want to know, right. uh, who, was you, who was your name as people that have, uh, made, and, and maybe still do inspire you? I know you mentioned your mom. Uh,
2: Yes, yes. My mom, of course, my dad had a great influence on me uh, and my Mm -hmm. paternal grandmother. Um, My paternal grandmother was an icon in uh, Pleasant Hill. She was a big Mm -hmm. civil rights um, advocate and worker. Um, And I remember, you know, my grandmom doing some things when I was little that were really dangerous you know, I I remember my my dad and some of the others just being concerned about her safety with some of the things that she was mm-hmm. doing uh as she fought for the civil rights movement. And this was back in the sixties. Okay. Um of course and like I said, my dad um serves on the Water Authority uh currently. I'm sure he's the oldest member down there at this point. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Great influence to me, also. But I would say, um, I really, politically, I loved mm-hmm. Barbara Jordan, Shirley Chisholm. Okay. Those women uh-huh. just made me yeah. really, really got my attention as a oh. um, teenager. You know, that the, oh. these women, they could do public speaking without flinching. They weren't nervous. They Good. weren't they weren't concerned about, you know, the crowd. They weren't concerned about their safety even. It was, wow. I'm going up here to speak my piece, and whoever doesn't mm-hmm. like it, they just don't like it, but they're going to hear me today. Um, so mm-hmm. politically, those two. Um, and um, I don't know. I I think, you know, my mom yeah. kind of raised us really close. So I have come from a family of seven siblings.
1: Okay. Ooh.
2: So I had five brothers and one sister. And we -hmm. were always taught that if we couldn't get along with each other, we certainly weren't going out to play with anybody else. So
1: That's that's, that's powerful.
2: Yeah, so she really instilled family and that the tradition of, you know, Mm charity starts at home, then it spreads abroad. So um, Mm -hmm. I just really think that a lot of outside influence. I didn't have that as a child. Um, I had some okay. great teachers, though. I did um, mm-hmm. Shirley Jackson, who was the wife of um, then Judge Tom Jackson uh, here in Macon, mm-hmm. was was really uh, a big influencer of mine. Uh, she was my fourth mm-hmm. grade teacher, and um, mm-hmm. this was when integration was starting. Um, okay. So I was like one of maybe three or four African-Americans that was going to a Caucasian school and Mm -hmm. of course she was an African-American and she just kind of took me under her wing and taught me that I didn't have to be afraid Mm -hmm. in that setting that I could be confident to get my work Mm -hmm. to continue to work hard and um, just to stay really focused on my work and not not worry about the um, outside issues that were Kind of prevailing
1: at the time. All right. Okay. I see. Well, you know. Well, as you call, as you uh, mentioned, Shirley Chisholm, I, I, I you're so poised and you're so poised and calm, and the the you're some of the signs of a great debater. You know, you would think people just love. They want to pull you out there and debate with you, and you just kind of just flow right on through <laughs> Well,
2: <laughs> I um. I, I don't know about that because sometimes I do get a little tangled up with my words and everything, you know, but uh-huh. <laughs> for the most part, um, you know, you, you just, I don't know. I I do know the answers to some questions that people answer, ask me. So mm-hmm. uh, when I, and, and seriously, when I do think about um, people that I really was just in awe of as a child, those two names, um, of course, Barbara Jordan was a um, mm-hmm. Texas congresswoman. And Barbara yes. Jordan was just powerful. She was an attorney. Um mm-hmm. she when she spoke it was like mic drop, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> and Chisholm just was so articulate in that she yeah. she just
1: didn't take any mess. It was like those white yeah, guys I remember I remember, her. I remember her from school. Yeah, yeah. I remember her from school. She was in that brown ebony book. They used to talk about our, our African-American yeah. accomplishments. <laughs> hmm hmm Yeah, and there, there
2: are a lot of unsung um, women um, also, like, um, I think, Fannie Lou Hamer out of uh, Mississippi. She was great, but I didn't know about her that much when I was younger because, you know, her name wasn't making the, the, the top ranks like uh, the other women were, but just women that were willing to fight for uh, what they felt like and what they knew was right. You know, social injustice is, is a crazy, Mm -hmm. crazy thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But worse than that is economic injustice. And that's what we deal with a lot today. And it's what keeps Mm -hmm. us uh, fighting each other, not liking each other for no reason, um, Mm -hmm. talking about each other when we could be talking about, Doing something great for the community, you know.
1: Yes. Wow, this is so powerful. Listen, we're having a great conversation with Representative Paris tonight. Listen, we gotta go to a quick break and we're gonna come right back so we can continue this discussion and dialogue. Y'all just stay tuned because we we're talking to this this mighty incredible I'm just I'm having a great time. And she's standing for what matters. Hey, this is I'm your host, Apostle John L Solomon, sir from the Lions Den. y'all hold on, we'll be right back.
3: Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us 201 477 0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement fs.org.
4: A Lion Leads! It's about having the courage to stand and fight for your life, having the strength to go bravely in your own direction. Even if others walk away, you tread your own path. Only you know what's best for you. Only you know what path to take. Only you know your courage, your strength, your heart. Everyone has the heart of the lion inside of them. Let it out. Let it scream out of you. Like the lion. Unleash the beast
1: in you. I did you. All right, and we are back. From the Lions Den, I'm your host, Pastor John L. Solomon. And tonight, we're, we're talking about standing for what matters. We have with us Representative Miriam Paris of the Georgia House of Representatives. So we're just excited and we're going to continue on. She's been giving us a good deal of information. Y'all remember to compartmentalize, okay? Remember loyalty. Y'all doing all, you're checking down your list, right? Representative Paris, Representative, uh, yes, sir. We're, we're so glad. I mean, I'm. I'm I've had a host of guests and a, a, a whole lot of people. But I'm just so excited. I, I can't. I can't hide my excitement tonight. The producer's <laughs> like, "Calm down, man. Calm down." I was like, "I'm trying to, but you just don't understand." Because we, we. I want to know. I, you, I know you have had to have some thick skin to be, in the political uh, place that you're in. And I, I want to go. I want to get back to the. Uh, Economic injustice and the economic divide. But before I go there, I want to know what first motivated you to get into politics.
2: First, uh, let me say I'm I'm really honored to be with you tonight. I, I, I thank you. You know, no inter no interview is is as good as the questions that are asked, and um, mm-hmm. I I appreciate telling my story. And um, yes. I appreciate the questions that you're asking tonight because they're really getting to the heart of, of some of the things that I have to deal with and, and, and who I am. And so I just want to commend you on that, uh, Pastor.
1: Thank
2: you. Um, so tell me your question again.
1: Uh, what motivated you to get into politics?
2: Oh uh, Yes. Um, well, you know, like I said, my grandmother was in the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and my father um, was, an elected official also he's he's uh, been on the water authority some i don't know 30 plus years and Mm -hmm. i would watch my dad um people would call and complain about their water maybe their water had been turned off and they knew if they called my dad that they would get results and i always admired for that uh, because he he really he really took his position seriously. He would keep a notebook mm-hmm. by the telephone. And whenever wow. someone would call, he would write down their name, their address, and their phone number. And as soon as he would get off the phone with them, he would call the water company or, you know, the water authority and would mm-hmm. tell them, listen, uh, such and such, they said that they'll be in to pay on Monday. Please get their water on. They have a baby at home. Or whatever the case may be, you know, he really had a heart for the people and a heart for service. And so
0: um,
2: in 2000, well, in, in 99, I left and moved to Florida for uh, two years. And okay. And came back in 2001. Mm-hmm. And my dad started to talk to me about politics. And we would talk about, you know, the president. We talk about national issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we would often agree. And one day he just out of the blue says, "Honey, you should run for office." And um, uh-huh. I'm like, "Dad, I don't think that's what I should do." And he <laughs> he, he says, "No, I really think you'd be good at it. You sh- you should think about it." And so, my first thought was, I'll be living in a fishbowl, I'll be under scrutiny right. okay. with every move I make and I'm not so mm-hmm. sure that that's a place for me right now because I was going through a divorce, you know, it mm-hmm. this was, it just was a, a kind of a tight transition spot for me in my life. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got past the first request, then came the second one. Uh, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, six months later, he says it again, and I'm like, eh, no, I don't think so. And then he asked me a third time, and the third time, I'm thinking to myself, he is seeing something that I'm not seeing. And wow. as a parent, the only way it was resonating with me or, or it, it, was that I see things in my own children, mm, that's and man. this has to be something that... Because he keeps asking, so I right. told him. I said, "Well, Dad, let me think about it." And I went home and I prayed about it. And then God showed me my dad dying and me not doing it. And then I was like, "Oh, okay."
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
2: I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm not going That's a serious vision right there. Right, yeah. yeah, it was like, okay, you—that you, was a simple request. You could have done what he asked you to do, but you were just in your own feelings and guess you just didn't do it. So now there he is. And at the time, my dad was in his 80s, so his death was like, it was a real uh, uh, probability. So I went back to him, and I said, Dad, come on, let's, I, I tell you what, let's let's go. And at the time, uh, Jack Ellis was mayor, and Charles Dudley was on city council. Mayor Ellis okay. appointed Charles Dudley to another position, so it, that position came open, and it just happened to be, um, the ward that I was living in, the vacancy was in the mm-hmm. ward that I was living in. So it was a special election, and I said, well, Dad, let's run it. And we ran it, and 62 votes later, we won the seat. And I was just I, – mm. I thought, I'm going to run. I'm going to lose. He's going to feel the sting. I'm going to cry. He's never going to ask me to do it again, <laughs> and then it'll be over okay. with. Okay. You
0: know? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> yes, um, yes, come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, as God would have it, we, you know, won the seat, and – Uh, That was a special election, so we had to run again Mm -hmm. the next year. And I almost got out of it because I I really felt like city council was just Mm -hmm. way too over my head. Um, I couldn't understand why they couldn't, you know, fix simple things. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I almost didn't run the next year. And I was in a meeting one day, and I was listening to someone speak, and I was like, Ah, this is crazy. What they were talking about, and so right. it was like God and said, Well, you're crazy too because you're sitting back and you're not running again. So you're no help. You can't say anything about anybody else if you're not ooh, if you're not going to be a solution. Don't talk about the problem.
1: Come on, that is so powerful. And, you know yes, what? I heard, that's, it, it, that's it. Come on now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: Yes. And so, at that point, I was like, oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> so,
2: I decided to run this time for the citywide seat. And the mm-hmm. citywide seat, of course, means you have to run the whole city. You've got to campaign the whole city.
0: And whole oh, um, yes
2: running against an incumbent that was pretty strong at the time. Um, she had a had a good name, you know, her father had served also. Mm-hmm. And we knew it was going to be an uphill battle, but, um, you know, it was worth it. And so um, yes. we won that election also, and I became council
1: president right after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. It, it reminds me of uh, when when Martin Luther King had the uh, – Got stabbed, and they said, "Well, few inches from his heart. If he would have sneezed, he would have died." And somebody, the little girl, told him, "I'm so glad he didn't sneeze." Well, we're so glad that yeah. you ran. You know, we're so glad that you decided <laughs> to run. That's that's powerful. And how you, and how you yeah. mentioned about I remember when I was young in the church, and this older lady would testify, and uh, she would stand up and she would sing, and she would just talk about any and everything. And uh, I remember saying. Oh man, I'm tired of her hearing her testify. I said it in my heart, and I remember hearing the Lord say, "Well, you don't stand up, so <laughs> you're mm-hmm. not you're not sharing about what I'm doing. So you might as well be quiet." I said, Ooh. <laughs> "Right." And yeah. next time yeah. around, I felt it, it felt the And you're right. If you don't have a people, if you don't have a solution, but yet you're re- willing to down others, you know that that's a powerful statement or something to ponder on.
2: Yes, yes, I try to live by that. If you can't. If you're not going to offer a solution, don't cite the problem.
0: Mhm. Just, talk,
2: just talking, just to be talking about what's wrong with the world today is one thing. You know, I love Michael Jackson. You know, I think he was, mm-hmm. I think he's probably one of the greatest, um, or maybe the greatest entertainer of our time.
0: Yeah, genius. He said, you know, mm-hmm. if you're not, if you're
2: not looking at the man in the mirror, if you're not, if you're not dealing with him first, mm-hmm. then. Uh, yeah, you're missing the whole yeah. the whole idea, the the, the, the big yeah. idea, and that is
1: that's right. We have that, to be you the can't even see the big picture, mm-hmm.
2: right? We have to be the change that we want to uh, see. So, um, mm-hmm. I I tried to do that. Uh, I I really try to examine myself first, and hope that you know when I'm interacting with with the community with society, with other people. Even in my own home, it's it's mm-hmm. important for me to make sure that I am setting a good example.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I have a I 15, 15-year-old granddaughter that lives with me, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's important that she knows that I'm, I'm not interested in what the latest Dance is the latest twerk. I'm I'm a I'm approaching 60. That's not I that's not what I do. That's
0: not in any
2: kind of way learning how to um, do that. Um, What (laughs) I do is about the things that affect our environment. The things mm-hmm. that are going to affect her life down the line. I need her to be telling me about those things. I need our conversation on a much higher level. Now Absolutely, that yeah. doesn't mean that we don't have fun. We have a great time. She and I get in the car mm-hmm. and um I'll put in I'll I'll put some music on and that girl can sing Aretha Franklin. She can sing Gladys yeah. Night. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> I make her I make her listen to people that had to sing with orchestras, okay?
0: That has I'm not content. talking about auto-tune.
2: <laughs> you, Well, you know, your your voice is, is supposed to be like an instrument. Um, when right. when you're a real entertainer, your voice is complementary to all of those instruments that are mm-hmm. playing behind you.
0: That's right. You take
2: the greats. The greats have sung with a full orchestra. Whitney mm. Houston, Tina Turner uh glad night uh, mm-hmm. you, you just go down the down the line there mm-hmm. was no they, they understood they there understood
1: was... composition right
2: yeah yes they yes they did and they also
1: mm-hmm.
2: had voices that were trained and they they just could they just they just could blow it out you know
0: they could um, they could they...
2: so I, but for me it's it's important to um expose her to <laughs> the finer things in life, the higher things in life because all of this other all this other stuff that's going on in the world today, it's gonna to get to her anyway. She goes to school that's every right. day. The kids mm-hmm. are going to bring her school stuff or, or childish things. It's my responsibility to bring her bring her up. To raise her mm-hmm. up. Along with and, and then it's it's
1: And that's so that's so powerful because when you were talking about you and your father and the discussion that you were having, it made me think of something that we used to have in in Virginia schools. I don't know if they have it anymore, but they should call it hot. Uh, higher order thinking, and I would, and I'll say that to my students sometimes. I say, okay, uh, enough about current issues. Let's get hot. Let let's go to a higher order of thinking. Let's talk about your future. Let's talk about your life goals. Let's talk about where you see yourself in five, six, seven years. Things like that. That's right. And I and I appreciate that you have that with your, uh, your 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 granddaughter and leading her in that direction because that's what we need more of for our young people. Yes.
2: Um, let's 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 get in a book. Um, I know when I was little, we had encyclopedias and children mm-hmm. don't have to go and they don't have to look in encyclopedias anymore because we do have the Internet now. Um, mm-hmm. And just the other day I was thinking about, you know, my my. What what will be my legacy once I'm gone mm-hmm. uh, with my grandchildren? My my children know me. They know who I am, um, mm-hmm. and thankfully um, they they love me. They they adore me. I, I I appreciate them. But my grandchildren, it's also my responsibility to impact their lives in a certain way. I'm supposed to leave on them my trademark, they, so that in years to come, and when I am gone, just like people are saying to me now. Oh, you sure are Mary marry Lucas's daughter? Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because she she put her stamp on me, and wow. I feel that same kind of commitment to my grandchildren. For them to know, there's a standard that our family lives by. Um, I don't. Not, and that's not to say that that uh, my family is perfect. We're not. No, by, not by any means. We 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 gotta. We, in the family we've got a boo boo, we got a, a, a peanut. We got we got all a, a of man, all, man.
1: Yeah, we got all of
2: that's right. we got all of that. We have all of that. Yeah. I, some of my children <laughs> even fall into those categories. But my thing is this everybody is a work in progress and that's, that's the way right. we just you know what I mean? I don't give up on any of them. Or and I don't give up on anyone. I think that where you are in life, that just happens to be where you are right now. That doesn't mean that that's where you're always going to be. So that's right. Um, with with my granddaughter, I really try though to to let her understand that life is is more than just um, you know a, a walk through the park. You know, being mm-hmm, irresponsible mm-hmm. about your life and your destiny, right. you can you can control these things, or you can influence them in a certain way. Where when you are Older, your life is not as hard and haphazard as maybe somebody right. else's is. You can prepare mm-hmm. yourself for the next level, and that's what I try to do. Right. You, you
1: know, I, that's. That's powerful. I, I heard a man say, uh, I guess last month, he said, "If you do the hard things, your life will be easy. But if you do the easy things, you're gonna find a lot of hardships." You know? mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mhm. Well, uh, I, I have this. I have. A, I have i qu- I'm sorry. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. No. Please, no, no, go ahead. Uh, I guess one point that I wanted to know. Now, Brooke Benton, ben, Brooke Benton we were talking about great singers. Brooke Benton yes. talks about a rainy night in Georgia, okay?
0: Yes. Now, Ray Charles, had
1: mm-hmm. Georgia, Ray, Ray Charles had Georgia on his mind, now, mm-hmm. and then Gladys Knight told us he was leaving on that midnight train in Georgia. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you are qualified and capable of serving in any state. What what attracts you to the state of Georgia?
2: <laughs> well,
1: Georgia's <laughs> home for me. Right. And
2: I like I said, I am a true loyalist. I mean
1: But but you I, know you I, have I, such a you have you have such a national and international appeal that vibe just flows from you.
2: Well, thank you, Pastor. I you you're very kind. <laughs> but um Georgia is <laughs> home for me. And Macon, mm-hmm. Georgia, is home for me. And I swear, when I when I see people talking about Macon, I'm like, "What are you talking about?" It's ooh, like ooh. every city has a bad spot or a few bad spots where you know, oh, they over there shooting and, and killing because they ain't got over <laughs> That's whatever. Every
1: city. That's right. Every right? city.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but but uh, when you look at Macon, Georgia. It's strategically placed, and God did it for us, okay? I used to tell mm-hmm. people, you know, if we don't get our act together, uh, Warner Robins is going to be on the, the signs on the on the interstate, you know, where you like, you're coming uh, down from Atlanta, and you see the making sign uh-huh. up there. And they're going to put yeah. Warner Robins up there if we don't watch out, you know. And then I thought about it one day. I was like, oh, no, no the heck they ain't. You know why? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you why. Water Robins Robbins Airport Base aside, the juncture of seventy-five and sixteen will have mm-hmm. us on the map for the rest of our lives.
1: That's right, I, I You the, know what? I've been tell I've been telling people. I said that that hot that super highway is going to bring a lot mm-hmm. of traffic and commerce. You better okay. okay. go ahead. I'm sorry. I just I had to, you you just hit my nerve I, with that one.
2: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You so you you understand it? See
4: where they build. I, roads, I see it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's economic mm-hmm.
4: development. So
1: the the Roman the Roman so Empire got, began to do that. Come on, that you, go ahead. That's,
4: it.
2: that's all I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's I just want people to know. That's they the the, the the rivalry between the two cities need not be. Um that's right. Macon is great. Water Robbins is, is great. It's a war town, that's why it's so flat. Um they mm-hmm. don't really have a downtown. They come to Macon to for, for nightlife and things like that and that's great and we we enjoy their their company, and we enjoy the company of, of residents from the surrounding counties making making is, Macon is mm-hmm. the generator. Um, but like I'm I said, I'm a loyalist. I'm loyal to my city. You're not going to see me mm-hmm. anywhere t- putting making down. I'm not going right. cool, to say to Georgia, have we not got right. our problems?" Show me a place mm-hmm. that doesn't have a problem and I'll show you heaven. You're talking about heaven. You're not <laughs> talking hot. about a place on earth. So um Georgia's home for me and um I just uh I I really love it here. I don't think I don't think oh, wow. I could live in Alabama. I don't think I could live comfortably in South Carolina. Um mm-hmm. this is the empire state of the south and um we live up to that name.
1: Well I'm going to tell you, I remember as a young boy when uh my my father used to take me and my brother up to Coleman Hill on a on a starry summer night. If you stand on Coleman Hill and look over the city, you can uh, you can feel something, you can feel something. I you can feel something go through you that synergizes you with the city if you can just tune into it. You know, I, I don't know if it's a gift, but that's what I felt. And then I experienced the same thing when I was in transition and contemplating moving back. You know, so I have to agree with you wholeheartedly in that matter. Oh yes, I. I...
2: Macon has a, a tremendous history, you know the uh Muggy mounds that now you're talking about the Indians okay like these were the first fathers of this of this great country of this great land um, they're those those are sacred grounds yes. the Muggy River itself we have water. We have highways. We have two airports. Mm. We have a bustling economy. Mm. They said that our downtown population is around a hundred and little a uh, little over a hundred thousand, hundred and twenty thousand people every day. Um, it's it's almost like having a baby. You know how, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as a woman is travailing with a baby, it, it gets hard. It gets tough, and it gets it gets messy, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: and the city mm-hmm. is is in that position now. Yeah, we got some financial problems right now. And we've got some leadership problems right now. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: we can get through those things if we all strive together and stop striving against each other. That's the thing. Yes. Everybody has their role. And we mm-hmm. if we if we all just stay focused on okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. This this is this is what my job requires of me. If everybody wow. is on that that wavelength mm-hmm. then we'll get a lot accomplished. What I don't like is I don't like the strife, you know, it it just seems right. like you know, people at sometimes they feel like, well, that person has what I want, or that person's got something mm-hmm. that I want, and like you can't have it unless God has it for you.
0: Come on, and I that's right.
2: That. What yes. for me, yes, you can't take it from me mm. because that's it's good stuff. For me. That's good. What for you, mm. I can't take it from you because it's for you. I live my that's life right. like that, so when you know, sometimes people will say things, well, yeah, you know, such and such is, is uh, going to do so and so and so. I, I don't, I, I can't worry about tomorrow because sufficient mm-hmm. for the day is the evil there. I, I got to work That's out today. Right. I have and, to deal um, with it,
0: correct.
2: Yes, yes. And then tomorrow, what tomorrow brings, I don't even know if I'll make it to tomorrow. That's in God's hands.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I just try to, you know, stay focused on what things am I ruler of today and make sure that I
1: serve those things. That's powerful. Listen, we're we're in the last we're in the last 15 minutes of our show. Listen, I got to go to a quick break, and we got to come back. And man, I, I want to go on and on and on with you, but we're gonna we're gonna do take this quick break. You listeners, we thank you for tuning in tonight Starting from the Lions Den. My host, uh, Representative Mariam Paris of the Georgia House of Representatives, she is a gift and a jewel. Hey, y'all, stay hold on, we'll be right back. Okay. Hello.
0: And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week, where together, through
4: God, we
0: win. Come on, that you see faith.
4: The speed and power to make it through this mission. All the airmen say, "In Jesus' name, we pray." Amen. Amen. Nothing's difficult. Everything's a a challenge. Through adversity, to to the stars, from the last plane to the last bullet, to the last minute, to the last man, we fight. We We fight. fight. We fight. We fight. We fight. We fight.
1: That's right, y'all. Keep on fighting. Hey, Stim from the lines. The am host, Pastor Johnny Solomon. And tonight, our topic is standing for what matters. We have the illustrious Representative Marion Paris of Georgia House of Representatives. She is a gift, as I was saying before we close with Jewel. Hey, I'm just so excited about you. You just shared a whole whopping pound of information, some good things about the city. Uh, it, it just, it's just incredible just hearing your point of view and just tuning us in. To what you what you go through and what you know is powerful. Well,
2: thank you, Pastor John. I I, I just feel like you know if we if we stay focused and we stay positive,
0: mm-hmm.
2: positive things will come our way. You know we mm-hmm. we the city of Macon has so many cultural events. We had the Pan African um
0: mm-hmm.
2: festival just this last weekend. You know we have cherry blossom, but we just have so much. So much diversity, and I think that if we just embrace each other and just know that, you know, I, we true. don't have to go home together, but it's, it's it's strength in numbers. And when we that's unite true. and we choose more to look at things um, and to just be more upbeat about our city and our surroundings, that, that's a good thing. even. As a realtor, I go into neighborhoods all the time, and, and I see where um, people are very particular about keep keeping their property up. And then mm-hmm. I go in other neighborhoods, and I see where it's not a priority. Right. And I think people think that that doesn't make a difference in how your psyche is set every day. If every day you come home to a clean home and things are in place and, you know what I mean, of Uh course you're going to live in your house. But I'm just saying, for the most part, things are in place, the house is clean. It makes a difference. It it makes a difference. Rather than when you come home, things are in chaos. So it's the same thing about your environment. When you turn in on your street, You turn in and there's, you know, six junk cars parked on the lawn over here. You got a sofa Mm -hmm. on the front porch over here. You got a barbecue grill out here, Uh, Mm weights over here. It's like it kind of does something to you unless you've gotten into it. Right. <clears throat> the good thing uh, you, is to not get immune to right. it don't don't accept that as the norm mm-hmm. because
1: uh, it doesn't
2: it. you know it can be when we turn into our neighborhoods that guess what we've picked up the trash in front of our house,
0: That's okay,
2: right. and if everybody just did that, you know then just guess what mm-hmm. you know your neighborhood is 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 clean, and this is a place where there's a certain level of respect that we want to be maintained here. Um, I pray for our city and I pray for the young people because mm-hmm. all of the shooting and I, I just, now that's the part that really just kind of gut punches me when I hear yeah, about, it. It
0: hurts. It does.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. that you change so many lives forever
1: mm-hmm. when
2: you senselessly kill a person over, uh, whatever seemingly,
1: seemingly nothing. Right.
2: Yes. Yes, exactly. Over seemingly nothing over a cell phone, over a shoot Oh, mm-hmm. uh, what, mm-hmm. over, what somebody said about you there, right. there's a better way. And, and, um,
1: we can, mm-hmm. we can do that. We can change that. We can, well, you, you know what I, I, you know, we as, as we as we prepare to close, uh, I, I have to sometimes, you know, one thing that I like to do on the show, I like to ask people about, ask them questions, you know, maybe give me the truth, and sometimes people won't answer I'll the answer, answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You
4: can't handle the
1: truth. Now, now I know my, my my listeners can handle this truth. Shout out to my big brother Philip T. Reed, co My co host of season two. He's on the air tonight. I appreciate you, brother. Just want to give you some love because we can handle the truth. So, what I want to ask you now? I ain't trying to pick at nobody, but in an election, can you beat somebody so bad that they retire?
2: Oh. No, you
1: don't have to answer that. You don't have to you know what I'm talking about though, right? Oh.
0: Well, okay. Well. That's not- I'm talking, I'm talking about
1: you I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. Did can you beat somebody so bad <laughs> they didn't retire out of politics? <laughs> well, okay. We okay, we're, so gonna, now we're gonna we're gonna slip down. Right. Now, now, now I, I'm, I'm picking I'm, I'm I'm meddling now, now okay, I'm gonna leave that
0: alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, you beat somebody we so right. bad and they just retire. We're like, wait a minute, what no. happened? You had a long-standing career. Wait a minute. <laughs> we,
2: we, we, wait a minute. We weren't trying to do all that. We we're just trying to win. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> but when you beat them so bad they retire, like, what you gonna do next? Well, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna retire. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you, okay, okay. All right, I'm I'm it. All right, in, in this in this yeah, well, one okay, I do want to ask you. I, listen,
0: Go ahead. Let
2: me tell you this. In all fairness, I've been beat myself before. <laughs> So, okay. Okay. Um, it, 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 it's not as if I don't know how it feels and and uh uh-huh. have not had the experience myself, but yes, all right, mm-hmm. I get
1: it. Okay, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Okay, so just yes, just want to put it, it out there. Fight. Okay that that was mm-hmm. our mo- that was our moment of meddling. Um yes. But I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, former Vice President Joe Biden, he said, "We're fighting for America's soul in this next Absolutely. upcoming election," and and a lot of people uh-huh. say, you know. Many of my brothers and sisters say, you know, well, my vote don't count. What would you say? Do you agree that we're fighting for America's soul? And if you could speak on the our voting, the count of our vote.
0: Yes.
2: Um, we are fighting for the soul of America. I thoroughly mm-hmm. agree, wholeheartedly agree with uh, the vice president, the former mm-hmm. vice president on that particular um stands uh when it comes to people saying that your vote that their vote doesn't count <clears throat> i want them to know that everybody else's vote counts right. so while they're sitting at home not not voting there are people that are going that are voting that are in the minority and they're still winning mm-hmm. because you stayed home.
0: <clears throat>
2: there are more Democrats in the country than there are Republicans. Okay. Go ahead. But Republicans have this this mantra. They vote every election, every time for their Republican candidates they don't they, their vote is not luxurious to them they don't they don't mm-hmm. have this mindset of oh i can stay home oh they're going to win anyway oh mm-hmm. i don't i don't really like that candidate they never have that mm-hmm. this, this, come on that's this, good this,
1: this, we need to hear that this
2: is it republicans mm-hmm. look for a candidate to fall in line with democrats Look for a candidate to fall in love with,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: this is how we lose. I didn't like she did that, so I'm not
0: gonna mm-hmm. vote for mm-hmm. her.
2: Republicans never do that if it's just mm-hmm. three of them, they're going to the polls every every election, every time, and that's how they win.
1: And, and uh, no Representative, I I, Representative, I get, I just want to, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to jump in when Bush. Won the, uh I remember he won the, he won the, uh, the, the vote to become their their party's leader. Everybody fell in line with him. I remember they all backed him up, regardless of how they felt about him. They got him behind him. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's what ahead.
2: they do. yeah that that's what they do. Mm. They, that that is that is part of their brand. Their brand uh-huh. is I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. They still went to the polls and voted for him, even though they, a lot of them did not agree with him. But their mission was to make sure that the Democrats lost. Wow! And guess what? Mm-hmm. Even though we won, we still lost. And still that is, lost. Wow! Of course, because of the electoral college, I never. To me, it it needs to be uh, either reformed or abolished. Because when you get three million mm-hmm. more votes than someone and you still lose, something's wrong Absolutely. with that system. Yes, um, ma'am.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I can see getting three more votes than somebody and you but three million? That's un mm-hmm. that, that's unhealthy. So mm-hmm. my, my my word to all of my friends, constituents, brothers, sisters, please get out and vote. Your vote does make mm-hmm. a difference.
4: That's right. It
2: makes a difference when you stay home. It is it is a binary type of event. It is where Mm -hmm. if if you stay home, that means the other person advances that much more, the person that doesn't need to get the the position. Mm -hmm. When you stay home, it it gives them a leg up, and when you go to the polls, then you keep us in lockstep. With the other candidates, um, mm-hmm. it's, I I really hate it that people feel like their vote doesn't matter. And to tell you the truth, with all of the things that we've been seeing that have been going on with mm-hmm. voter suppression and voter irregularity right. and things like that, that means we gotta we've got to fight even stronger and even harder to make sure that our vote is going to be counted and it's not going to be counted if you don't get to the polls and and.
1: And, that's right. and, and do your business. So that's right. It, it, it's a life. It's a it's a, a life changing event because these people in in, in office they make life changing decisions. So well, yes, as we as we get ready to uh, depart for the night, I I know we see the landscape shifting in American politics. What makes it an exciting time to be a part of the Democratic Party as a as one of our our female leaders for you?
2: Well, I'll tell you, uh, in the Georgia legislature, things are changing. A few years Mm -hmm. ago, we were just at about 56, 57 House members. Now we're at 75 House members. And in 2020, Mm -hmm. we're looking forward to taking over the Georgia House.
1: That's right. That that trifecta is coming.
2: Yes, sir. It is. It's on its way. Now, with all That's of right. the crazy legislation that the governor has put forward, a lot of Republicans are now seeing the light, and they're saying, you know what, this is not how the country should be going. And they are uh-huh. stepping aside and saying, <clears throat> I'm going to – and there comes a time when you have to kind of start to turn the ship.
0: That's right. They're
2: seeing it, and hopefully they will either not not vote for their um, – right-wing candidate mm-hmm. or they will say, you know I'm, I'm just going to do it this time and, and just to, to change the tide so for me, um, being part of the majority party is going to be a very exciting time. I think they will be yes. able to get some great things done. I'm looking forward to Stacey Abrams running for governor again mm-hmm. I'm not sure that yes. what she's going to do but I think that mm-hmm. that if, if that happens, life in Georgia will be on the up, and it will be a tremendous change, and and I think that she'll do everything that she can to address the the issues that Democrats hold so dear. And that education, um, Mm -hmm. a good good economy for the state, you know, so that we can have jobs that pay a living wage and making sure that everyone
1: has access to health care. Amen. Well, representative Miriam Paris, this has been great tonight. We've enjoyed you. Come on, let's give it up for our representative. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we are just we, – we have, we have been blessed by you, and you have really uh, presented to us some incredible information and your thoughts and your story. And uh, I, I I hope to have you back, if not this season, next season, but – you know, whenever you can because you, you share so much and uh, just, just such pivotal, at a pivotal point in politics, and uh you just help us to see clearly now. So I just want to say thank you for tonight.
2: Well, thank you, Pastor. I really enjoyed this um, time with you tonight, and you just give me a call and let me know, and I'll be more than happy to come and give you all an update or whatever you need.
1: All right. That's what we need. All right. To my audience and my people out there who listen to Strength from the Lions, I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions. Tonight, you heard... This woman of virtue, of power, standing for what matters, and she's given us an earful and some information as well as some marching orders. I'm gonna tell you, go out there and do what you can do for your community, do what you can do for your family, and do what you can do for your state and your county because you matter. If you don't, don't look at it and see what they're not doing. Look and see what you can do. What did what did JFK say? That's not what you. Your country can do for you. for well, what you can do for your country. Come on. I ain't running for office, but okay. I just want you to get involved. I just want you to get up and get up on it. What, what Jane Brown said, get up off of that thing. <laughs> All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Continue to listen, and we're going to go out with this.
4: Now, many of you are trying to become millionaires on a middle class. Why? You can't go to the next level on the same level. Why? Now, let me give you a quote from Ayn Rand. The question isn't who is going to let me. It's who is going to stop me. Now that's beast mode. I'd rather partner with somebody like that who's got a high school degree going all in than to partner with somebody from Harvard who's got a PhD that's half-stepping, that's tiptoeing. Christopher Columbus said, You can never cross the ocean until you have the courage to lose sight of a shore. Going all in is faith displayed in action. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish, has a wide level required to bring it about Many of you are half-stepping Because you doubt your own talent and ability Now the way to fix that is To shift your trust off yourself and onto God and His ability to make it happen When you put your trust in the right place All that hesitation you got will dissolve If you're gonna make a mistake, make it full speed The question isn't who is gonna let me It's who's gonna stop me you see, champions are just average, everyday people who decided to put it on the line and go all in.